Today's daf is Yivamos Daf Tzadivav, the last full daf of the tenth parak of Maseches Yivamos. We are holding on the bottom of Daf Tzadi Hey Amid Beis. We were in the middle of explaining what it is exactly that Rabbi Yossi means in our Mishnah when he says that Kol Shaposlo Yidei Acherim Poslo Yidei Atzmo Kol Sheino Poslo Yidei Acherim Eino Poslo Yidei Atzmo. We had four explanations, but we rejected the first two, so we are left with Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha. So the first. Uh, the issue we're going to discuss is that Shmuel paskins like Rabiosi, and we're not so clear what he means when he says he paskins like Rabiosi. Does he mean like Rabbi Ami's version of Rabiosi, like Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha's version of Rabiosi? We have trouble saying that it's Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha's version of Rabiosi because it seems to be so sad. Something else that Shmuel says in the Gemara is four ways of resolving that uh, that issue of how of what Shmuel paskins like. But the majority of the daf, beginning with the Mishnah and Sadivava Medalev, is going to discuss the effectiveness of an action done by a katan, a bentesha shanam yamechan, a nine-year-old boy. Does his yibum count? Does his maimer count? Does his get count? To what extent does he have the ability to passel a vama on the other brothers, on his adult brothers? To what extent do they have the ability to passel for him? And uh, we're going to discuss all sorts of uh, different things that a bentesha shanam yamechan might do and what that does to, uh, to affect the overall picture of the uh, of the, of the yibum. Then at the very end of the daf, we're gonna probably not even gonna get to today, but it's gonna get into the issue of Omer Davar B'Shem Amro. Just as a uh, that's a, not not so Yivamos related, but uh, it's gonna come up in this context of Omer Davar B'Shem Amro. So let's begin from Amr Vidomar Shmuel Halach Krabiosi. That's where we left off about six lines before the end of the page. Uh, seven lines. Amr Vidomar Shmuel Halacha Krabiosi. That we paskin like Rabiosi. Now, what did Rabiosi say? Well, it depends who you believe. There was Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha. Rabbi Yossi had said something along the lines of, in the case where a man's wife goes away with, together with his wife's sister's husband, so they both go away, and the assumption is that they are both dead, So uh, and the man therefore marries his wife's sister, thinking that his wife is dead. The sister marries him, thinking that her husband is dead. And then they both turn out to be alive. So Rabbi Yossi said that, uh, that whatever the he, he, he said whatever the halacha is going to be with regard to the man going back to his wife, the same halacha is going to be with regard to his wife's sister going back to her husband and vice versa. So Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha understood that the case was that the case that, that, we're, that we're talking about is where if you're Arusa and, and if, if you only had Arisin with, uh, with your wife uh, and when she went away and uh, then you marry her sister, so then people are going to assume when you marry your sister that probably your whole Arison was only al and therefore your marriage to her sister was a, a valid binding marriage and therefore she her sister should not be allowed to go back to her original husband because everyone's going to think that here she was married to this guy then she divorced her first husband got married to you got married to the second guy and now she's divorcing the second guy and going back to the first guy everyone's going to think you're allowed to be so in that case, no one's allowed to go back to their original spouses. But if you had any suing with your wife when she went away, and then you marry your sister, no one's going to think that your whole nisuin was al and that therefore your marriage with her sister was binding. Everyone is going to realize that the marriage with her, with her sister was a toos. You were never really married to her sister, and therefore you're allowed to take your wife back. She's allowed to go back 
to her husband, everyone's going to be mutter. So Rabbi Yehuda Amar Shmuel says, we paskin like that, we paskin like Rabbi Yossi, and we're assuming that it means Rabbi Yitzchak understanding of Rabbi Yossi. Maskevla Rabbi Yossi, if Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbi Yossi Shmuel Hachi, does Shmuel really say that, that we paskin like Rabbi Yossi, that you're going to have such a concern that whenever there's erisin, people are going to think that the whole thing was al tanai. itmar, but doesn't Shmuel tell us otherwise? Yevama, Rav says that a Yavama has a status of a married woman, and Shmuel says a Yavama does not have the status of a married woman. What does that mean? Rav Huna explained what they're talking about. Your brother did Kiddushin on a woman. The brother then goes away. And word comes back that the brother is dead. So one of the other brothers goes and marries her, does a Yibam on her. Rav says she's considered like an Eishas Ish, and she's Asr to the Yavam. Shmuel Amar, Ish, And Shmuel says she's not like an Eishas Ish, and she's Mutter to, to the Yavam. Meaning, as Rashi points out, She's really Mutter to go back to the First husband, no one's going to say, oh, since her marriage to the first brother was only a Kiddushin, it wasn't an Isuin, it must have only been a Tanai, and therefore she never really had Kiddushin, and therefore she never really had Kiddushin with him, and she went and married the brother, no one's going to assume that. Because that would be a very uncommon event to do a Kiddushin El Tanai. Everyone's going to realize that the whole thing was a mistake. And that the witnesses, obviously, who reported that the brother was dead, they, uh, they, they made a mistake. But bottom line is, what you see is, according to Shmuel, no one thinks of Tanai as a possibility that uh, as to why a marriage doesn't seem to be there anymore. No one thinks that, oh, it must have been that the whole marriage was al Tanai, and therefore the marriage just never existed. Why in the case then, when one's Arusa and brother-in-law go to Medina Siyam, is Shmuel all of a sudden concerned that everyone's going to think that his marriage with his Arusa was only done al tonight. So that's the stira in the Pesach of Shmuel. Gemara has four ways of resolving it. Number one, who says that when Shmuel passes like Rabbi Yossi, it's going like Rabbi Yitzchak Nafcha's understanding of Rabbi Yossi. We had four different understandings of Rabbi Yossi, and granted we rejected the first two, but Rabbi Ami was still alive. We still had Rabbi Ami's understanding of Rabbi Yossi, where, uh, where, where Rabbi Ami distinguished between a case where the when uh, the man got married to his sister-in-law, it was Alpi Eid Echad that her husband was died or uh, that her husband had died or Alpi Shnei Eidim that husband had died. Maybe that's what Shmuel's paskening like. Vi'inami second possibility. Even if Shmuel's paskening like Rabbi Yitzchak Navcha, Mimaida Aposel Vidilma Aenoposel. How do you know he's going on the half of the sentence of Rabbi Yossi's sentence where he says that Kol Shapo uh, where, where, Shmuel, where the Rabbi Yossi had said, maybe he's only passing like the other half of Rabbi Yossi's sentence, of so maybe that's not a stira at all. 
Ina me a third possibility, me mighty isola dravhuna, delmalasa dravhuna klal. Why did we have a stira in Shmuel? Because we said Shmuel on the one hand passes like Rabbi Yossi, and on the other hand, Shmuel says a Yavama is uh, is Eino keishes ish. But Rav Huna explained that that means that Shmuel holds that no one is choshesh, that a kiddushin was done all tonight. Who says Rav Huna is correct in his explanation of Shmuel? Shmuel said a very cryptic statement. Just that a Yavama is Eina, Keshashish. Who says there's any, anything to do with an Erisin and whether people assume it's Al-Tanai or not Al-Tanai? No, maybe. But Rav Amnuna Maybe they're arguing, Rav and Shmuel are really arguing about the din of Rav Amnuna. Dama Rav Amnuna, Rav Amnuna holds, Shomeris Yavam Shezintza, if a Shomer's Yavam is Mizanah to some other guy, she's not allowed to marry her, yava, her Yavam now. She's a Asr to her Yavam. Because it's just like an Eishas Ish marrying some other guy. Rav says she's like an Eishas Ish, and therefore she becomes puzzle when she's Mizanah with somebody else. And Shmuel disagrees. Shmuel says, no, if a married woman goes and sleeps with another man, she becomes Asur Labayla. But a uh, Shomeris Yavam, someone who's awaiting Yibum, goes and sleeps with another man, that's Stamini Salav to, to, to have a Yavam Alashuk. That's not going to asser her on her Yavam. That's all Shmuel meant. Nothing about whether we're Choshesh that there was only, that the Erisin was all tonight. Nothing like that. That wasn't what Shmuel meant at all. The Inami, or a fourth possibility of what Shmuel might have meant, the Kiddushin Tovsin be Yavama Kamiflagi. Maybe when Shmuel said that the Yavama is not like an Ashes Ish, he simply meant that the, the and when Rav said she is like an Eshazish, they were simply arguing about whether Kiddushin is Tovsin on a Yavama. The Rav said she's like an Eshazish. So if someone goes in as Mekadesh, a Shomeris Yavam, there is no Kiddushin. It doesn't work. It's just like an Eshazish. If you go to a married woman and you try to give her a kiss of Kiddushin, it doesn't work. You cannot be Mekadesh, an Eshazish. Shmuel says, no, she's not like an Eshazish, and therefore if someone is Mekadesh, the Kiddushin is Tovsin, and you need to get for that, uh, for that Kiddushin, meaning you have to be Choshesh for such a Kiddushin. So that's the Machlokas between Rav and Shmuel over here. Nothing to do with whether people are Choshesh, that maybe the Erisin was al Tanai or anything like that. Nothing like Rav Huna said. So, frankly, but if that's the Pshat that they're arguing about, whether there's Tfisas Kiddushin, Rav and Shmuel already argued about that in our Masechta. Why would they have the same Machlokas again? And they, they only argued once, and uh, the other, the other uh, record of this machlokas came out of the first uh, of the first report of this of this machlokas. But really, enochinami, it was all in one context that they had this that they had this machlokas. So at the end of the day, we don't really have a problem with Shmuel. We don't really have a stira in Shmuel, and there are two ways to address the stira. Either we address one half where Shmuel passes like Rabbi Yossi, and we adjust what he means when he passes like Rabbi Yossi. The first two answers did that. We either said he passes like Rabbi Ami's version of Rabbi Yossi, or he only passes like half of what Rabbi Yossi said. And the other way to adjust the steer is to say, no, when he passes like Rabbi Yossi, he meant it. But it's the other statement of Shmuel when he said that a Yavama is Enochesha's ish, that we have, to, we, we have to redefine. Not like Rav Huna understood, but rather either that, uh, that, either like, uh, that, that, that he's arguing on, a Rav, on, on Rav Hamnuna, that 
uh, or or that he's talking about tefisas kedushin that there's no tefisa that there is tefisas kedushin. Good new Mishnah. Now starting from here, the rest of the daf is all going to be about what the effect of a uh, an action of a bentesha shanum yamechad of a katan is going to be in yibum v'chalitza type of situations. Halach is a man marries. So this Mishnah is going to deal with an interesting case. It's going to deal with the case where a man goes and marries a woman. Let's say Yaakov goes and marries Leah, and they have a daughter, and her name is Dina. Then Yaakov goes and marries. Uh, uh, the, the, um, then Yaakov dies, and Leah goes and marries another guy, and they have a daughter, uh, Yocheved. Then uh, Dina and Yocheved turn out to be sisters from the mother only, right? And then the uh, the father goes and marries. Uh, the, then then uh, the you keep having one parent die, and then the other parent marrying someone else and having another child. So what you end up having, the way the mission is going to set up the case, is a bunch of half siblings to each other. But sibling number one is a half sibling with sibling number two, but and, and sibling number two is a half sibling with sibling number three. But one and three aren't siblings at all. And it just keeps going down that way. A lot of death, a lot of uh, you know, and remarriage. So says the Mishnah. They tell they tell a person, your wife died. So he goes and he marries her sister on her father's side, right? Someone who's uh, her half sister, Mesa. Then uh, they tell her that uh, his new wife died. So he marries his second wife's half sister on her mother's side. Mesa, they then tell him that his uh, third wife died. Vinasa Achosa Meavia. And he marries his third wife's half sister on her father's side. Mesa, they then tell him that his fourth wife died. Vinasa Achosa Meima. And he goes and he marries her half sister from her mother's side. And then it turns out all the reports were a lie. Vinimsu Kulan Kayamos. Everybody's alive. So Mutter Barishona Ubashlishis Ubachamishis. He's Mutter on the to the first woman, the third woman, and the fifth woman. First woman, because that was his wife, that was his real wife, and she never died, so they were still married. So but her sister is going to be us to him because it's his real wife. But the third woman wasn't her sister at all. Third woman wasn't related to him at all. So he's mutter to the third woman. But if he's mutter to the third woman, if he marries the third woman, he's going to be asura to the fourth woman because the fourth woman is a half sister of the third woman. But he'll be muteres. He'll be the fifth woman will be muteres to him. Upotros tsarosehen, and uh, the, all of these will, will patter their uh, their tsaros from any yibum bechalitza. If uh, the guy dies and yavim wants to be miyavim one of them, so they'll uh, patter the tsaros because it's a real marriage. He's really married to them. So he was married to numbers one, three, and five. He was not married to numbers two and four. Va'asr bishnio b'ravias, but he's asr to numbers two and four. Ve'ain b'as achas man poteras tsarasa, and if he he dies and his brother tries to do yibum. On numbers two or four, the tsaros are still going to require yibum because he didn't do yibum on his brother's wife. He did yibum on some random woman that it turns out his brother was never really married to. But what if the first one really died and then he was Boel the Shnia, he was Boel the second one after the first one was really dead? Well, then, then, it, then he becomes Mutter in number two and number four because number two really becomes his wife now since the first one really died. And so it's not his wife's sister, it's his wife's half sister after she died. So uh, he's Mutter in the second one and the fourth one. And if, one, if the man 
aggrandized in some of those yibum on numbers two or four that will potter the tsaros vasam shlishes bechamishes, but he's also in numbers three and five vein bias achsman poteres sarasa and bia with numbers three or five by his brother is not going to potter the tsaros after the man dies. If you have a nine-year-old boy, uh, things that he does to a Yavama can passel that Yavama for the other brothers, and things that the other brothers do to the Yavama can passel her for him. The difference is, though, that he can only passel the Yavama on the other brothers if he acts first, before anyone does anything. The other brothers can passel the Yavama on him, regardless of whether they are the first to act, or even if they act after he's already done mimer or something, after he's already made a move on the Yavama. Let's say, for example, a man dies and he leaves a whole bunch of brothers. Uh, he has a brother who's a nine-year-old and a brother who's a fifteen-year-old. Let's say so. The nine-year-old has bio with the yavama. Um, so the brothers now are not allowed to do yibum on that woman because the nine-year-old did the yibum. He made the first move. If any of the other brothers, not just had Bia, but did Maimer, gave a get, did Chalitza, any action that the other brothers do is going to puzzle her on this nine-year-old. So, frankly, Gemara, first on the first half of the Mishnah, we spoke about women's, women number one, three, and five originally being Mutter, and two and four being us, and then we said, oh, but if women one, if woman one was dead, then two and four are really Mutter, and three and five are Asr. Frankly, what do you mean, if one is dead? Isn't the whole premise of the case that he only married woman two because he thought woman one was dead? What are we changing when we say, when we then adjust the case and we say, the first wife was really dead? What we're changing is that in the first case, she wasn't really dead. She only, only thought she was dead. And then in the second case, we're saying, no, no, now we see, we have a body. She's, she's dead. We know that she's dead. Now numbers two and four are mutter, numbers three and five are aser. See, that's seemed obvious. Maybe, I don't know, I don't know why that, uh, that the Gemara has to have that chocolate. Okay, Ben Shanim. Then you have a nine-year-old. Ben Shanim Yomecha, Tchil Apostle Besov, Lo Apostle. So we said in our Mishnah that Ben Shanim Yomecha, a nine-year-old, can passel only if he makes the first move, but not if he's, uh, if he's making the second move. Not if one of the other brothers already did something. So, in fact, the Gemara of Atani Rav Zvid, Rabbi Oshia, Ha'osam Maimer B'Yvamto, Ve'achar Kach Ba'achiv Shu Ben Shanim Yomecha, Allah that we learned not that way. We learned that if one of the adult brothers, let's say, does Maimer on, on, on Yavama, and then the nine-year-old is Boel her, it's going to passel her to the other brothers. The nine-year-old's Bia is going to make her usher to the other brothers, even though he's not the first to act, even though he's, uh, he wasn't the first to the party. One of the other brothers already did Maimer on her. It's against our Mishnah. Answers the Gemara, Amri, Bia Pasel Afilu Besof. When we say that the younger brother can only passel batchila and not basof, that means if he does maimer. If he's the first one to act to do a maimer, then he's going to passel it on the other brothers. If he's the second one to act, but he does only maimer, that will not passel on the other brothers. But whenever he does bia, whether it be tchila or sof, his bia will passel the woman on the other brothers. 
Ubiya afilu besof pasul? Does that mean you mean to tell me that Bia is going to pasul even if he does after one of the other brothers uh, did something with this girl? Vakatani elashu pasul tchila vehin tchila besof. But didn't the Mishnah say that the difference between a nine-year-old and an adult is that the nine-year-old can only pasul betchila, the adults can pasul betchila ubesof? Kate said, and then it gave an example. Benteshon miyamechat shabal yevento, and the case it gave was the case of uh, of Bia. So apparently that was the example. Bia was the example where he can only passel batchila. So how can you tell me now that with Bia he can passel bein batchila bein besof, whether he's the first one to do anything or not? So chesur mechzavachiktani. Now there's something missing from the mission. The way the mission should read is as follows: Benteshon miyamechad who passel batchila bein passel batchila besof. You have a nine-year-old; he can passel batchila. They passel the adult brothers passel both batchila and besof. Here's what we add. That's only if what everybody's doing is ma'amar. But if the nine-year-old has bia with the woman, that's going to pass to her even basof, even if he's not the first one to do something with her. A nine-year-old that's boel his yivama, whether the other brothers have done anything with her yet or not, whether they already did ma'amar with her or not, his bia is going to passel her to the other brothers. Is there any? Does does the mimer of a nine year old ever matter? Meaning, should, even if he's the first one to do anything, the brother dies. Here's the shomeres yavam awaiting something. Nine year old is the first one to the party. He's the first one to do mimer. Does that really do anything? That should passel her to the other brothers. Vatanya, we have a brayso benteishonamiyamechad. He can only passel the Shomeris Yavam in one way and one way only. The other brothers have four ways to passel the Shomeris Yavam on him. Who Bibia. The only way he can passel this girl to marry any of the other brothers is by having Bia. No Maimer, no Get, no Chalit, just Bia. Bia is the only thing he can do to passel her. But if the other brothers, the adult brothers, do any one of these four things, Bia, Maimer, Get, or Chalitza, it would be enough to passel her on the, uh, on the other brothers. But the bottom line is, you see, that the nine-year-old only passels Bibia even if he's acting first, his mimer does not passel. How can we say in our Mishnah that the ben teishashan v'yomechad can passel with mimer as long as he's the first one to act? You see that he can't passel with mimer. His mimer is worthless. Answers the Gemara: Bia de pasla bein betchila bein besof psikalei. Now the reason why we mention he can only passel with bia is because his bia is powerful enough to passel at whichever stage in the process it may come, whether it's betchila, whether it's besof. Mimer de betchila pasel besof lo pasel lo psikalei, but Maimur, which only passels Bithila, does not passel Besov, so we don't mention his Maimur as being an effective thing, even though in Ochanami his Maimur can be effective as long as he's the first to do it. A katan's get can be meaningful, and a katan's mimer can be meaningful. The Rameir holds his get and his mimer can be meaningful, can be impactful, it can make a halachic difference. Really, Rameir holds that a, uh, that, that a get of a nine-year-old will count for something. Don't we have a price that tells us, Asu that we make the bia of a nine-year-old the equivalent of maimer done by a gadol. I mean, what does maimer by a gadol do? It's 
machlokas tanoim, really, what Maimur by Gadol does. But the Pashup Shad's Maimur is uh, Kinyan Midrabanan, that normally a woman requires Yibum. The only thing that works Midaraisa is either Yibum or Chalitza. You do Yibum on her, she becomes your wife, she becomes Asur to the other brothers. You do Chalitza on her, she becomes Mutaris uh, Lushuk to marry anybody else, and she's, uh, she's part from this marriage. If you do Maimur on her, you're doing this Kiddushin Midrabanan that is enough to make her Asur to the other brothers, but she still is not, she's not Mutaris Lushuk, and she's not your wife yet either until on a Darais level, until you do, till, till he actually sleeps with her, till he actually does Yibum. When a nine-year-old has Bia with his Shomer, with the Shomeris Yavam, that's the equivalent of Maimur. He's Kona her Midrabanan, makes her Asur to the other brothers, and he, but it's not real Yibum, he's only Kona her on a Drabanan level. Rabbi Shimon's Shita is that it's not that Maimur works Midrabanan, it's that it's a suffix whether Maimur works or doesn't work, meaning Maimur either is Kona Midal Raisa, Rabbi Shimon holds, or is not Kona at all. So that he would, Lashitasa, he would then hold that Bias Ben Tes is also a suffix. It either works on a Daraisa level or doesn't work at all. And therefore, the way it plays out is since we're not sure, she can't marry the other brothers. It asks her on the, on the other brothers because it might have worked. It might have made this woman uh, the, the full fledged wife of the nine year old. But that's what a mayor holds that the Maimur of a Ben Tes is like Bia of a Gadol. So we see that the Maimur means something. Rameir Amar Asu Chalitza Spentesha, he get begadol. And a Chalitza done by a nine-year-old, we treat like the get of a, uh, I'm sorry, the Bia of a nine-year-old is like the Maimur of a Gadol. And the Chalitza of a, of, of a, of a nine-year-old, which a Chalitza done by a Gadol would work Midaraisa, but a Chalitza of a nine-year-old would do the same thing that a get would do when given from, from the uh, Yavam to the Shomeris Yavam. What does a get do when given from the Yavam to the Shomeris Yavam? Again, only works Midrabana. She's still going to require a Chalitza in order to be Muteris Beshuk. So when the nine-year-old does the things that normally work on a Daraisa level, we treat it as if he did those things that normally work on a Darabana level. On a Daraisa level, there are two things you could do. One, to make her yours. One, to make her Muteris Beshuk. Yibo makes her yours. Chalitza makes her Muteris on a Durabana level, there are also two things. One to make her yours, one to make her Mutaris Shuk. There's Maimer and there's Get that makes her Mutaris Shuk. So uh, when the nine-year-old does the two things that normally work on a Darais level, we treat it like those two things that normally work on the Durabana level. But Vimisa Kigito. But if you're going to tell me that the nine-year-old's get really works, why does it have to say that when he does chalitza, it's like get that's done by a gadol, say it's kigito, it's like his own get. If you're going to say he has the ability to give a get, and that's going to work midrabanan, the same way a gadol's get's going to work midrabanan, say that when he does chalitza, it's like he gave a get. Why do you have to say it's like the adult gave a get? Because his get is effective, but it's less effective than, than a gadol get. Even though even the gadol's get, in the case of Yibum, is only going to work Midrabanan, but the nine-year-old's get is going to work on a lower level Midrabanan. How so? According to Rav Nachman, who holds that Ein get get, that once one of the brothers gives a get, the second brother's get is, uh, is invalid. If, let's say, there are two Yivamos, 
from uh, that, that are nofal mibayis echad, and you give a get with the same yavam, let's say, gives a get to both yavamos, to one yavam and then the other one. Or if you have two brothers that both give a get to the same yavama, the second get is not considered a get to make the nosein usher to the krovos of whoever he gave the second get to. It's a totally invalid get. That's true when the second get was given by the same type of person that the first get was given by. A gadol v'gadol or a katan achra katan. But if it's a gadol achra katan mahani, if the katan gave a get and then the older brother gave a get to the same woman, that woman's relatives are going to be ushered to the older brother as well. Uh, just like, uh, just like, as if they were once married on a Drabana level. The Rabbanan, according to the Rabbanan, according to the Rabbanan, well, that generally speaking, the second get does count and it would normally make her ushered. That's only when it's given by the same type of person, by a gadol or by a katan. Katan achar gadol lo mahani. But the katan's get is weaker, and therefore the katan's get given after a gadol's get is not going to is not going to work. So yes, a katan's get is meaningful, but not as meaningful as a gadol's get, even though the gadol's get itself is only midrabanan, is not really midaraisa. Okay, new mission on the top of tzadivavam base. Ventesha shon v'yamechad sheba al yevimto. If you have a nine year old that that tries to do yibum, va'achar kach ba'al leha achiv shu ventesha shon v'yamechad, and then his twin brother the other nine-year-old also tries to do Yibam on her after the first nine-year-old already did Yibam on, on her. Posel al yado. So the second one will make her posel to the first to the first one. Rabbi Shimon Omer lo posel. Rabbi Shimon says no, it's not going to make her posel. Now why would Rabbi Shimon say lo posel? So this is important to remember we just mentioned before. Rabbi Shimon holds that when one does Maimer, it's not that it works midrabanan to make her your wife. When one does Maimer, it's a suffix whether it works or it doesn't work. But if it works, it really works. It works midaraisa. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work at all. So we're working with the rule that when a nine-year-old does Yibum, it's the same as an adult doing Maimer. So therefore, according to Rabbi Shimon, when a nine-year-old does Yibum, it either works or it doesn't. It either works midaraisa or it doesn't work at all. So Rabbi Shimon say, Manav what happened over here? A nine-year-old did Yibum, and then the other nine-year-old did Yibum. So Manav if the first nine-year-old Yibum worked, it works on a daraisa level, then the second uh, nine-year-old Yibum doesn't have the ability to passle her on her husband. She's already married to the first one. And if you're going to say that the first ones didn't work, so then it didn't work at all. There's nothing, uh, there's no, there's no, then the second ones doesn't work at all either. It doesn't do anything. And she's muteres to the first guy. So that's where, that's the, the basis of Rabbi Shimon Shita. If you have a nine-year-old that's ba'al yivama, again, that tries to do yibum, and then he tries to do yibum again on one of the other wives that his deceased brother left behind, Posel al atzmo. Tanakama says, again, we treat it like Maimer, so apostles midrabanan. He apostles al atzmo. He apostles her by, uh, by, by sleeping with the other, with the other tzara. Rabbi Shimon Omer lo posel. Again, Rabbi Shimon would say, it's not going to apostle because it's a suffix kanya, suffix lo kanya. Either he was kanya her legamri, and uh, therefore the, uh, the bee on the tzara doesn't affect anything because he already was kona, the first, uh, the first woman, or it didn't work at all, and therefore 
therefore the second it's not going to do anything with the second woman either. Tanya, Amr Lam Rabbi Shimon Lachamim. Rabbi Shimon said to the Chamim, "In Bia Rishon Bia, Bia Shnia Eina Bia. If the first Bia counts as something, if that counts as a Yibum, then the second Bia does not count as a Yibum because we hold Ein Bia Achar Bia, meaning that once you do Yibum on one woman, then any Bia with any other woman is not considered a Yibum. Vim Bia Rishon Eina Bia, and if the Bia with the first woman it was not a Bia, Bia Shnia Nami Eina Bia, then the second one was also not a Bia, didn't count as anything." and shouldn't possible anybody. So the says Masnis and It happens to be that our Mishnah, which considers Bia like Maimer, and therefore says that Maimer Achar Maimer would work whether it's Yav Mechor or Shtei Yavamos, and that would be the same thing as Shnei Yavam and Yavama Achas, meaning it wouldn't make a difference whether it's two guys doing the, the two nine-year-olds doing the, the, uh, the Yibum with the same woman, or whether it's one nine-year-old with two different women, our Mishnah didn't distinguish between those two cases. We thought it was the same Achlokas between the Chacham and Rabbi Shimon. Well, our Mishnah is decidedly against Benazai then, because Benazai distinguishes between those two cases. The Tanya, we have a Bryce of Benazai Omer, Yesh Maimer Achar Maimer, Maimer, a second Maimer can be impactful and possible on the first guy who did Maimer, possible on the other brothers. That's when there are two Yevamin and one Yevama. And when there are two men that do Maimer on the same girl. So if one brother does Maimer, then the other brother does Maimer on the same girl, they possible her to each other. That girl is not going to be able to marry either one of them. But but if it's two Yavamos and one Yavam, if one man does Maimer on woman number one and then on wife, on wife number one of his deceased brother and then on wife number two of the deceased brother, Ben Azai says the second Maimer is meaningless and it does not possible the first woman on himself. He's still allowed to marry the, uh, the first woman. So Ben Azai distinguishes whether it's two brothers and one wife of the deceased brother or whether it's one the surviving brother and two wives of the deceased brother. New Mishnah. Let's say you have a nine-year-old that's Boal Yavama, and then he uh, dies. So, so she can only get Chalitza, cannot get Yibum, because she's... Uh, she is what's called a uh, 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 she, she's uh, she's Yavama from two from two brothers. Meaning she's since the the nine year old doesn't have the ability to affect Yibum on a Daraisa level, so she still has the Zika. Uh, she has Zika Shnei Yavama Nalash. She still has the Zika from the first husband. But since the second uh, the nine year old brother did Maimer, did did Yibum on her, which counts as a Maimer, so he made some sort of Kenyan Midrabanan on her. So she now has a Zika from his him as well. So Chalatzas Vomus Yavemes. Nasa Isha Umes Harezu Petura. If he um, get if he marries a woman and uh, that's not his, his Yavama at all and uh, and 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 he dies, so she's Potter because uh, his Nisun doesn't count as anything. Even though his his Bia is a Bia, his Kiddushin doesn't count as Kiddushin. So he has no Kinyan in the woman that he married. If he just marries a random woman and then the nine year old dies, so that doesn't do anything because he doesn't have the ability to affect the. Kiddushin. A nine-year-old cannot affect the kedushin. Ben Let's say a nine-year-old was bal zivama umi shehigdil nasi isha cheres, and then when he gets older, he marries another woman umeis, and then he dies. Imlo yadas rishona mishehigdil. If he didn't sleep with the rishona with the first woman that he had done yibaman 
after he already became an adult, so then that woman can only do chalitza na'ibum, but the second woman he was really married to, she can do chalitza or yibum. Rabbi Shimon Omer, that he has to, uh, that, that, that you could do yibum on either one of these wives, and then uh, you can yeah, do chalitza, you can only do chalitza on the, on the, on, on, on the second one. And it doesn't matter whether he's, uh, in terms of defining what's called a katan over here, it doesn't matter if he's a nine-year-old or if he's up to 20 years old if he doesn't have shte sa'aros. Now, why is it that he's cholitz l'shniya? As uh, Rashi points out, they're not really tsaros with each other, where one of them is going to be pater by doing yibum on the other one. But you still can't do Yibam on both of them because they still count as partially Tsaros since there was Maimer Durabanan done on, uh, on one of them, meaning since he did Yibum as a nine-year-old, that counts as a Maimer Midrabanan. Um, but it's not called that there's a Zika Shnei Yivamin. Okay, says the Gemara now, Amar Rava, Hada Amar Rabbanan Zika Shnei Yivamin Michletz Chaltsa Yivume Lomi Yavma That which the, the Rabbanan say, that a Zika of two Yivamin, you could do Chalitza, but you can't do Yibum, Lotei Meich Diika Tzara, Diika Lemigzar Mishum Tzara, Tahacha Leka Tzara, Michletz Chaltsa Yivume that it's not only when there's uh, when there's a tzara. Um it's not only when there's a tzara that we that we're going to say that the rabbanon are going to be gozer because of the tzara that he shouldn't come to be miyabim tzara as well, which is the full wife of the, 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 the of, of the uh, of, of, of the guy um, complete his complete wife, and then they're going to say that there are two yivamos that you could do yibum on both of them, and we have to make a gzera that people shouldn't think such a thing. But when there's no tzara, she should be mutar, the yivama should be mutar, the yivama bailas amaymer should be mutaris to be since uh, the Mimer is not a full Kenyan and she's considered the wife of, of the first one only and there is no Zika Shnei Yivamin no we don't say that uh, because over here we said where the, our, the case our mission is dealing with in the Reisha where a Katan is bowl the Yivama and dies is even when there's like a Tzara when there is no other uh, other, other Tzara the Baalus Mimer doesn't have a Tzara and still we say still we say you can only do Chalitza and not Yibam Nasi Yishu the Mishnah said that if he, if the katan marries a woman and then uh, another woman and then dies, so she's petura because there's no ishas for a katan at all. Tanina laha. We already know this from uh, from from uh, from uh, Brisa. A shot or a katan that tries to get married and they die. Their wives need neither chalitza nor yibum because their marriage doesn't mean anything. They can't get married. Ben Teisha, then we said that a nine-year-old that's Boel is Yivama, and then after he, be, he becomes Bar Mitzvah, he marries another woman, so Mishayigdil, so we said if he didn't know, his, uh, if he didn't sleep with his first wife after he became a Gedola, so then the first one is Choletzes Vlomis Yavemes, because there's Zika Shnei Yivaman on her, and the second one is either Choletzes or Mis Yavemes. So Gemara says, wait a second, why would the second one be allowed to do Yivam? Biyasu Biyas Ben Teisha Don't we treat Bia of a nine-year-old like my of a uh, of a gadol, and the halach is that a bailus hamaimer. In addition to the fact that she's not misyavemes because she has zika shnei yavamin, she asers her tzara as well. So shouldn't that make the second one uh, disqualified from doing uh, yibum? 
Amarav lost who bias pentasha kamarbagadol. So Rav says, no, we don't make bias pentasha like Maimur by Gadol across the board. Uh, that that she should be docha the tsara from Yibam as well. Ushmul Amar Asu Baasu. Shmuel says that we absolutely do make a bias pentasha kamarbagadol, Bikinam Rabyochan Asu Baasu. And Rabbi Yochan also says we make it like Maimur by by Gadol. So ask the Gemara, according to uh, Shmuel and Rabbi Yochanan, the Yasu, so then what's going on in our Mishnah? Let the Kham make the Bias Katan like Maimur by Gadol and let it be Docha the Tsara. Says Gemara Tanaihi that there's this Maklokas Tanaim in why a woman who does Maimur is Asura to do Yibum, and that's and and, and that Maklokas Tanaim is gonna is gonna be the issue that's at stake over here. Hachtana Darba Achin Gazer Tsara. The Tana in Parakar Achin uh, is Gozer because of Tsara. Holds that the reason the Chamim uh, that that the that, that the say that a woman who does Maimur cannot do Yibum is not because Eishes Shnei Mesim can't do Yibum. Because Minatora there is no Metzius of Eishes Shnei Mesim. You can't be married to two men Minatora because Kiddushin is not Tofes Beishes Ish. The Drasha from the Pasuk that it says in the Mishnah is only in Asmachta Bialma. That Tana holds that the reason of the Yisur is that there goes that there from Miyavim the Bailus Maimur you're going to come to be Miyavim the Hertzara as well. And since it looks like they both come by Yisachad, people are going to think that two Yavamas that come by Yisachad are, uh, can, can do Yibum. So for, for that reason, you can't even be Cholates, uh, one of them, and Miyavim the second one. Uh, so he taught us in the previously about a Gadol, now he tells us even if it's a Katan Kai. And the reason the Tana tells his Din by a Gadol who does Maimer, not by a Katan who's Baalivemto, because he's dealing with dinim of Maimer of a Gadol, but really the same would be true by a Katan. But the Tan of our Mishnah, Svirule Asu Velo Gazer Mishum Tsara, holds that we do make a Bias Bentesha Kemaimer Begadol, and still the second one is Mutter to do Yibum, because they were not Gozer Mishum Tsara. Vashmina Begadol, he tells us the Din by a Katan, but really we were Din Begadol. He would say the same is true by a Gadol. And uh, the reason he says it by Dafka by a Katan is because we happen to be talking about a case of a Katan. So the answer of the Gemara is that there's no difference between Bias Katan and Maimer of Gadol at all. It's just that the Tan of our Mishnah holds that a Gadol that does Maimer and has another wife and, uh, the tsa, the, the, and, and dies, the Tzara's Mutter Du Yibum against the Tan of the Mishnah in Parak Arba'ach who holds that the Tzara is Asr Du Yibum. And what they're really arguing about is the reason that, uh, that, that, uh, that, that it's Asr to be Miyabim, a woman who already did, uh, did Maimer. That's what the Machlokas is really about. Okay, Be'ezushem, tomorrow we'll begin with the issue of Omer Davar B'Shem Amram.